sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after Dubs Anson here filling in. For the great Benny Stevens, as I've touched on before, the substitute teacher taken over class. Maybe the sixth man of the Sports Grid Network. Maybe I'm Kyrie Irvin just managing this organization for the next hour or so. That is what we're doing. But look, I digress. What a great day one in the NFL draft last night down there in Las Vegas. Sin City, baby. The Sports Grid Network covering it live. And look, yours truly, I'm out here in Los Angeles. They wouldn't let me go to Las Vegas. I've had a great time there before, but my suit wasn't ready. So here I am, and I can bring you all the latest from last night. It was a sensational draft night. Uh, George's Trayvon Walker here going at number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Aiden Hutchinson goes at number two to the Detroit Lions. The first five players off the board, defensive players. That was an absolute wow. Six wide receivers go inside the top 18 picks. The Jets had a very good evening. Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, Jermaine Johnson linking up with Zach Wilson there in New York. And what, what stood out for me, it wasn't so much the guys going up on stage last night in their lovely suits. Iquan, it's sensational in the little white bag of fruit with the green stripes. I love that number. But it was a couple of the trades that happened outside of Sin City. I mean, for me, the Tennessee Titans, you're not going to believe this one, A.J. Brown, Traded to the Philadelphia Eagles on a four-year deal, $100 million, 57 of that guaranteed. Ryan Tannehill, not happy. I mean, this guy's an absolute threat, trading down to 18, which is a risky move. I mean, A.J. Brown, he is ready to win you a championship. This is a guy in his prime years, coming into his prime years. So that is a big shock for me. Uh, Hollywood to Arizona. Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, linking up with old pal Kyler Murray there, at Arizona Cardinals. I mean, that is big for me. Lamar Jackson would not be happy. They were already slim at the end of last season, and they're doing their best. I mean, Lamar is getting them to the playoffs. What more do you want from him? And then you take away Hollywood Brown. That is an absolute shocker. And another one, second time in 20 years, only one quarterback goes in the, in the first round of the draft here. Kenny Pickett, a.k.a. Small Hands from Pitt. Stays in Pittsburgh, going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's an absolute gamer. Uh, you know, he's going to have to wrestle for that starting spot, which has been left open by big bad Ben Roethlisberger. But I think very interesting play there. Malik Willis not taken in the first round. We've got the second and third coming up this afternoon from Las Vegas. The Sports Grid Network covering, and they're doing a sensational job at that. The only problem, big dubsy wasn't part of the mix. Aaron Rodgers did not get a wide receiver threat to try and help the Green Bay Packers. Left searching again. Devontae Adams no longer part of the picture there for Rodgers. So for me, I thought it was a very entertaining day. And what a day with so much promise, so much optimism for all these young gentlemen, these superstar athletes. You're looking at who's got the highest ceiling, who's maybe got the highest floor, who is ready to win at the NFL level. I mean, look at some of these picks here. Trayvon Walker goes at number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Aiden Hutchinson out of Michigan, ultra-productive edge rusher, 6'7", 260 pounds. He's an absolute Brinks truck with legs. Big Aiden Hutchinson, for me, he was the best player. So I think that is sensational for him to go at number two. That is a big score 
Aiden Hutchinson to the Detroit Lions. I think they have very good draft evening. Derek Stingley here from LSU, the cornerback at number three, joins the Texans. A one source Gardner, baby. Omar Gardner from Cincinnati joins the Jets. Very good night for them. We welcome in our radio listeners, Channel 159, Sports Grid Radio. Getting your Friday started right, baby. We're talking NFL draft. Big first day there from Las Vegas. Plenty more coming up this afternoon. The Sports Grid covering it live from Sin City. We're going over some of these top picks from yesterday's day one, the NFL draft. I mean, Thibodeau going at number five from Oregon, joining the New York Giants. There's a lot of speculation. Does he want it? Has he got ulterior motives? No, this is a guy who was up there doing finger rolls with big Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell, he's my man. I mean, he's getting booed up on stage yesterday like an absolute champion. He's got Ice Cube up there trying to shush the crowd, mate. Just run with it. He just ran with it. That is exactly what he did. Kayvon Thibodeau, I think it's a great score for the New York Giants. Iquanu there, the big tackle at 6'4", 300 pound from NC State. Goes to the Carolina Panthers. They need him, but they need a lot more. Evan Neal from Alabama joins the Giants. Drake London. From L.A., the big wide receiver. This guy is like a Mike Evans style of build. You throw it to him, and he is going to find the ball. Sensational with his body. Getting that protection, getting that separation. And that is what the NFL is all about. You want that separation. You want someone who can do it at the college level, and they're going to bring that to the NFL. That is the biggest difference. If you can't get separation in the NFL, you are useless. So for me, Drake London, I love what they went there with a very big body. Super good. Again, that separation. Charles Cross at number nine. Tackle from Mississippi joins the Seattle Seahawks. It's a little too late. Russell Wilson's no longer there. But again, that's a great pickup. Garrett Wilson, wide receiver from Ohio State, joining the Jets. Sensational first day. I mean, Trayvon Walker going at number one. Very short price at the books. No shocks there. I think Aiden Hutchinson at number two to the Detroit Lions. They would be rubbing their hands together. This is a guy who is absolutely ready to dominate at the NFL level. Very similar style to, say, you know, a, a Nick Bosa. This guy's an absolute weapon. He's a wagon. We love to see it. The Jets, two picks inside the top 10. Hopes were made. Dreams were shattered. How did your team do? Hit us up on social media. You're happy with who you drafted yesterday? Who are you looking for today? Malik Willis is the value still in this sport. The second quarterback didn't go the first round. Wowzers. Sports Grid morning after. Let's go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after I'm Dubs Anson filling in for the Benny Stevenson. As my favorite singer once said, Katy Perry, TGIF. It is Friday. We welcome in Alex Fazzano, my main man. Happy Friday to you, sir. How are we? Oh, fantastic, Dubs. Love hearing your voice here on this Friday. Shout out to Dubs right here, guys. I mean, three back-to-back-to-back shows. That's sixth man of the year potential. We got to set the odds for yeah. next year, the Sports Grid Sports Book. Give me, uh, give me Dubs <laughs> at like plus 175 to win sixth man of the year. We won't make you the odds on favorite, but you, you're definitely the leading runner thing. for sure. It must be an Aussie thing, right? Patty Mills, your boy Dubsy here, just putting up bricks. Lisa's it's very consistent. Maybe Benny Simmons. We'll get him in there. At the trifecta. But, mate, when they say the mean streets of New York City, they do not miss. They do not lie. 
and you can prove it. Benny and the Beth, what have you got for us this way? You guys are always out there causing trouble. And if I was there, I'd love to be a part of it. I mean, hey, we got to get you out there in the streets of New York. We'll need a little Dubsy and the Bets action. But today, we have a great episode. Obviously, it's all about the NFL draft. So, Ben being on the sidelines, we had our intern producer, host extraordinaire, Andrew Bacci Galupo, on the streets doing a little scouting report of our own for the Sports Grid draft. You know, we're making our own picks here. So, let's all take a deep breath. Enjoy this Friday's episode of Benny and the Bets. It's springtime, but the NFL is in full effect. NFL draft taking place this week. We took to the streets of New York City to do a little scouting of our own. So you think you could be in the NFL draft? Uh, yeah, for sure. You play any sports growing up? Uh, tennis. You fast? No, I'm fat. Maybe 40 years ago. Can we see those hands? All right, so you got some hands. He's saying go deep, let's see it. Oh, what a cannon. Oh, let's see the one hand. Oh, one-handed. Oh, I'm getting him sex. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, just like a straight hand on that line, man. Oh, look at those hands. One-handed behind the back. That's a first-round talent right there. I'm like f***ing Eli Manning when I'm quarterback. What about you, sir? You think you could be in the NFL draft? Uh, NFL draft, definitely not. I don't even know what the NFL is. All right, you could catch pretty well. Oh, he's out. Right up the gut, right up the gut. Up the gut, up the middle, up the middle, up the middle. Oh, he lateraled it back. I'm throwing it deep. Nobody's there. Is it, would that have been your touchdown dance? Nah, that sounds, sounds like. Oh, okay. You want it to be special, come on. I think I got a bad hip, sit on my ass all day, and uh, no, that's about it. He's, he's calling for a one-handed, oh! So you think you could be drafting the NFL draft? He wishes. All right, let's see those hands. All right, got some solid hands. Let's see the hands, can you catch? Yeah, sure. Oh! Do you yeah. have some speed? Uh, no, not at all. Maybe, not speed? Maybe like 40 years ago. What do you think your 40 dash time would be? About two days. Well, fast enough. Fast I enough, that's all we need. You gotta tiptoe around, just make sure. Okay. Um, a little slow, but I might be able to like, speak by my skills. I don't know, I haven't ran a, a 40 since like, like elementary school. <laughs> what do you think you could bring to a team? Uh, not much. I think that's why I'm not in the NFL. But I think most for an organization, I got actually, uh, probably about accident. Okay. Yeah. Steam. Steam. I'm bringing fire every game. Because it starts with them, right? I'm bringing fire. Uh, my uh, teamwork ability, okay. leadership skills. Uh, I can keep a bench warm real nice. Okay. Yeah. I'm like a five-tool QB, you know, like how in baseball, they got those five-tool players. Whoever's good, all that training is going to go out the window. When I get in his head. Sheesh, man, I don't know. <laughs> That's a tricky question. Not confidence. You were drafted in the NFL draft. What would your draft acceptance speech be? Who are you thinking up on the stage? Uh, I'd have to thank my mom, uh, my dad. I'd probably thank God. Uh, I'm thinking myself, because I take myself where I'm going, bro. I'm thinking mom and dad. Of course. Genetics, you know. I'd probably. Uh, you know, boast a little bit. You know, it would probably be the greatest acceptance speech that nobody would ever watch. Run, just run, run, please, look, it's right there, the goal line's right there. You think you can make the NFL draft? No. No? Well, it's okay. We all knew in the end of the day, the only person out of New York City that is a legitimate draft prospect is me, of course. 
Oh, man, Dubsy. I mean, I gotta ask How you. good was that? <laughs> Big botch. I mean, athleticism, experience. Talk about physical traits. We saw a great mixture there. I think that was sensational. That's one of the best. Sting. It takes sting. <laughs> I like that. Uh, we appreciate that, Dubsy. But let me ask you this. You know, we asked everybody on the streets, were they athletes growing up? What can they bring to the team? So let me ask you, Dubsy, what did you do growing up? Did you get a little maybe high school, a little track and field? Or what can you bring to a team if we drafted you? Mate, it, it's definitely uh, the, the mouthpiece. And I think I can uh, resonate there with the Scottish. Gentleman. I've definitely got the accent I can bring to the team. But, mate, that, that's about it. Haven't got the quickness. Haven't got the athleticism. Uh, you know, slow as a wet week. But... One thing, you know, I love a bit of lip service. So I was always the guy there, uh, you know, coming up in the rugby teams, love dishing it out, love taking it, love the banter. But, mate, yeah, that, that was uh, unbelievable. You need sting. I like that one. Sting. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you Some need a little best. sting. Add a little yeah. sauce to the team flavor. Shout out sauce yeah. getting picked <laughs> by the New York Jets. Uh, but, Dubs, let's get into what people really love about the Benny and the Bets segment. It's not Benny and the Bets episode. No, nobody really loves that. It was a greatly produced episode, if I do say so myself. But it's about the producer picks today. So we're going to start with our guy, the stat man, intern Joe Frieza. He's going with Ja Morant, triple-double, plus 370. It's game six, Grizzlies-Timberwolves. I mean, the Grizzlies saw all three series end last night. Maybe Ja Morant takes it upon himself and says, hey, guys, let's close out this series, too. I'm going to lead the way with a triple-double. That's a, that's a nice play. Plus money, price plus 370. What do you think, Dubsy? I love it, mate. I, I think he took over that last game. He found something there right at the end. And I, I love Jal Moran. Absolute gamer. He's made for this stage. I think that's a play. Plus 370, triple double. Yes, please. Sign me up. Let's yeah, there, go. There you go. The newly crowned most improved player. John Moran taking the Grizzlies to the playoffs. We'd love to see it. I got my 30 to 1 ticket on Memphis to win the NBA Finals. So let's hope that uh, that continues. Maybe a little hedge opportunity down the line. Uh, so we'll see. Go Grizz. Let's go. Go Grizz tonight. Uh, let's move into my producer pick uh, dubs here. We got no run first inning. For the Diamondbacks and Cardinals, the Nerfy, as some people like to call them. Let me take you through this here. So if you go to the FanDuel Sportsbook, you go and you click on the Diamondbacks-Cardinals game. Then you go and you click on the Innings tab. What you do from there is you go to the over-under runs in the first inning. You take the under. That means there's not going to be any runs in the first inning, hence the no-run first inning. I've been riding these a little bit the last couple of days, starting out the season kind of hot. What I like to do is I take a pitcher, an ace that I recognize in, in this matchup. Yesterday, it was uh, Justin Verlander for the Astros. So tonight, it's Madison Bumgarner for the D-backs. Taking on Adam Wainwright for the Cardinals, a great pitching matchup. So what I look at is Madison Bumgarner, five runs over 18 innings. I like it. It's at a minus 114 price. All we got to do is get six outs. I love the no-run first inning bet. I'm riding it all season long as long as I can. Dubsy, are you with me? Are you riding no runs in the first inning? You know I'll ride with you, son. That's money in the bank right there. Look at all these MLB games. They're all going unders early in the season here, 20 games in. Love it. Of course I'm riding with you. <laughs> Exactly. You know, we're taking it early season. Starts to slow down now before it really picks up in May, June yeah. in the All-Star break. And let's finish it off with Jesse Metzger, our graphics producer. He's going with you, Darvish, over six and a half Ks. We love the K-props out here. Even money. I mean, they're taking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates, not one of the best teams in baseball. You, Darvish, is still a stud. Seven strikeouts he needs. I like it at even money. I think I'm going to ride with Jesse on this one. Go Padres. Go Fathers. Hey, Jesse, don't miss. I talk about the producer picks coming in hot 
On a Friday, Benny and the best, Fazana, you're always bringing the heat, sir. You've just made my weekend look even more attractive. I'm going to make some cheddar here with the producer picks and ride all through into Saturday. My man, have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us here on the morning after. Let's go, Benny and the best. I can't wait to come to New York City and throw the old pig skin with the boys. When we come back the morning after, plenty more NFL draft talk, MLB, NBA. We are not missing. Let's go. Friday, happy time. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after Dubs Anson filling in for Benny Stevens. And what a Friday it is. And what a Thursday it was. The NFL draft finally getting underway from Sin City. I cannot believe what played out. Dreams were made. Some guys, I'm, I'm sure they're a little shocked there today. They've probably already spent half the check. But we got a check with our NFL insider, Megan Payton, coming to you live from Las Vegas. Megan, happy Friday morning to you. I hope you got some sleep after last night. I hope you're ready to do it all again the second and third rounds today. How is Las Vegas? Happy Friday. Thank you for having me on. Uh, Vegas is insane, as you can imagine, and as you all have seen on TV, just how many fans are out here. It's absolutely crazy, but of course, lots of fun. You know, I'm excited to talk about everything that happened last night, and it's not over. We've got a full another day of this, and then we've got Saturday, so I'm really excited to get into it with you. Yeah, Megan, I'll throw a couple at you. I mean, Trayvon Walker goes at number one. Aiden Hutchinson at two there, the Detroit Lions. Five defensive players uh, yeah, to go here. Six wide receivers, uh, only one quarterback, small hands. Kenny Pickett going the Pittsburgh Steelers. A couple of big trades away from Las Vegas. A.J. Brown going to the uh, you know, Philadelphia Eagles there on a four-year contract. Uh, Hollywood Brown going to join old mate Colin Murray. What stood out for you day one of the NFL draft? Really not much of a shock there at number one, Walker going to the Jaguars. What stood out for you? What stood out to me, Dubs, was just what happened after 10. Because I'd say 1 through 10 ran pretty smooth. You know, Trayvon Walker, we talked about that the last couple of weeks. He was presumed the favorite. Of course, that's what Jacksonville yeah. ends up deciding to do. Then Aiden Hutchinson, sure, that's, you know, assumed. Then we go and Derek Stingley Jr., I think that was a good pick by the Texans. We started to hear that Houston was leaning towards maybe a cornerback. Shout out to Ben, who I know isn't feeling well today, but he had said he thought the Texans were going to go with a corner. He was absolutely right on that. But then at 11 is when the craziness happened. We started seeing a lot of trades. We started seeing a lot of receivers get taken early. And obviously the A.J. Brown trade blockbuster move. The Eagles absolutely, in my opinion, just win this draft. If there's an award for which team did it right, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm sure we're going to get into everything that happened there. Yeah, Jalen Hurts finally getting uh, you know a strong offensive weapon there, and that could make them uh, a genuine threat. Some of these teams, you know, the New York teams, the Jets and the Giants both had a great night, I thought. Who were the biggest winners there as an organization uh, from the first day? I think the biggest winners are like the Giants. Absolutely. I think that they added players that can, you know, potentially give Daniel Jones some help and just make the Giants organization able to win. I think, you know, 
Kayvon Thibodeau, the fact that they were able to get him at five was really exciting. I don't think that was linked to the Giants for a long time. Kayvon Thibodeau, we thought maybe he would go before, maybe he would fall. Didn't know that the Giants were going to go with an edge rusher. That is huge for them. And then, of course, we see them take Evan Neal at pick seven. So the Giants are really setting themselves up to be successful in 2022. You think about what teams did it right to have a chance at winning this season. I think the Giants did that. I think the Jets did that. I think the Eagles did that. And honestly, I think the Steelers made the right move with Kenny Pickett. The quarterback situation is absolutely insane. Guys, I mean, Malik Willis was the favorite quarterback for a long time to be selected as the first quarterback in this draft. I mean, there were times when we were saying Malik Willis might go number two overall to the Detroit Lions. So just kind of taking it all in, looking at the broader picture here, it's crazy that only one quarterback has been selected so far. I'm sure early on in the round two, we're going to start seeing some of those quarterbacks come off the board. Yeah, I mean, that's the second time in 20 years, Megan, that only one QB goes <laughs> in the first round. Malik Willis, you've got to expect he's uh, taken off the table pretty early there today. Uh, who else stands out for you? Maybe uh, didn't sort of achieve what they should have uh, in the first day for me. I mean, the Packers, you know, Aaron Rodgers in desperate need of a couple of offensive weapons, didn't really uh, do much on that side of the ball. Anyone you thought maybe expected a little more from and didn't have such a great Thursday afternoon there in Sin City? I guess I would talk about the Titans going back to the A.J. Brown trade because yeah. it was such a blockbuster move. I don't think they wanted to do that, to be honest. You know, of course, they decide we're going to trade him and then we're going to go get, you know, Traylon Burks. Hopefully that's his replacement. But you saw the video of Titans head coach Mike Brabel in the draft room. He did not look happy. And most of the time, those shots are of the coaches, the GMs, the scouts. They are ecstatic. I'd say there was, you know, a little bit of a negative energy in Tennessee because they didn't want to have to give up A.J. Brown, but they're paying quarterback Ryan Tannehill a lot of money. They're paying running back Derrick Henry a lot of money. So, you know, whether they could have afforded A.J. Brown or not ended up not being the case. They decide go with a guy like Burks that they hope can replace him. But it's a risk. It's a gamble. So if anyone lost out on this trade, I think, you know, the Patriots with uh, Cole Strange was an interesting choice. But really, we're looking at this blockbuster move with the Titans and the Eagles. And I think the Titans are going to be hurting a little bit from this one. Yeah, and I mean, that's a team that's ready to win now, right? You don't want to wait to develop a player and, and hope for the best. Maybe he turns into A.J. Brown, who was, you know, well, he is moving into the sort of pinnacle of his career. Some of these other wide receivers, you know, Drake London uh, going to the Falcons, Garrett Wilson, um, any anyone that stands out for you? Jameson Williams finally getting there. Obviously, these organizations aren't scared about the torn ACL, and that's a guy I think is going to be an absolute superstar. And three or four years from now, he is going to be, you know, one of the elite wide receivers in the game. Uh, who's who's probably your pick of the crop there from the wide receiver corps? From the wide receiver corps, I like a lot of I think Drake London is absolutely amazing. I think that he's going to be a really good player in the NFL. Uh, Chris Olave, they, you know, the Saints trade up to get him. You know, I think some people thought maybe New Orleans was going to go with a quarterback in the first round, especially given that they had two picks. They do not. They go with a wide receiver and an offensive lineman. But I like Chris Olave. I think that, you know, Jamison Williams is going to be good. But I, if I had to pick one, I'm probably going Drake London. Love it. I mean, you've, you've got to point out a guy like Metcalf, you know, he went 64th overall yeah. back in 2019. There's still a lot of talent 
uh, on the board here. We touched on Malik Willis. Who else stands out to you? Who would be a great buy out there today and can you know really come into an NFL organization and contribute from day one? I think that the Seattle Seahawks need to start looking at the quarterback position as much as we're hearing, you know, they're they're confident in Drew Locke. I, I, to me, you still need another option. So that's kind of my round two prediction is that the Seahawks figure out a way to get Malik Willis, maybe Desmond Ritter. I think he's a little bit of the underdog quarterback in this class, clearly not as strong of a quarterback class as it has been in years past. But you look at the remaining guys left. It's all of them except for Kenny Pickett. So Malik Willis, I can imagine, is going to be the first off the board today as far as quarterbacks go. But Desmond Ritter is someone that I don't think that, you know, many fans have talked as much about. But I do think that there's a lot of teams maybe more interested in him, not interested enough in him to take him in the first round, obviously. But uh, Desmond Ritter is a guy. Then you've got Sam Howard. You've got Matt Corral. What are What's going to happen with them? Do all of them go off in the second round maybe they're also waiting till the later rounds but this quarterback class is still one of topic of conversation and I think we're going to see some go off pretty quickly today yeah and, and Megan you know I, I love touching on some of the best dress obviously I pride myself on uh, you know my <laughs> style Aquano was sensational out there in the white number the bag of fruit uh, a1 Source, Source Gardner, sensational going there at number four to the Jets what's your take on him I mean the Jets they had a very good Thursday evening the Jets had a great Thursday evening, and Sauce Gardner has just been rising up in this draft the last few weeks. A guy that is ready to play. He is going to be a great corner for the New York Jets. That is an organization that, I mean, they're essentially rebuilding. They've got to figure out stuff on offense. They've got to figure out stuff on defense. Zach Wilson, the quarterback for the Jets, has potential. I think that he could be a quarterback that has decent success in this league, but you've got to fix the issues that are glaring. So you get a guy like Garrett Wilson to the Jets, so Zach Wilson has some good options there. I think that that was a strong offensive choice for the Jets with the 10th overall. Garrett Wilson to New York, but then going back to Sauce Gardner, the Jets had some issues on defense, so I think that you clear that up a little bit. Then, of course, they have the 26th pick with Jermaine Johnson, the second. And I think all of the choices the New York Jets made last night were really beneficial and give them at least a little bit of an edge in an organization that has been struggling for the last few years. Yeah, absolute sellers, dwellers. And I mean, Megan, how is it being there, you know, on the grounds, behind the scenes, you know, on, on the red carpet. I mean, these guys got so much anticipation. They know what they get themselves into. I mean, this is a life changer for all these guys who have made the trip. What's the energy like? What's the feel there for the guys who have been drafted? And then for some of the guys who are still waiting for that call to come in. The energy out here is insane. The fans are excited. Fan-wise, we've seen some different reactions. We just talked about the Jets. You know, I was hanging around the Jets fans once that 10th pick was selected, and I saw a bit of mixed reactions with Garrett Wilson. I think that for a while they were hoping to get Drake London. Of course, they the Falcons take Drake London at pick number eight, so he goes off the board. So I think that they're still trying to adjust to getting him. But as far as the energy just in Vegas, people are partying, people are having fun, they're going out, they're excited to rep their team. I think Malik Willis was a little bit disappointed. Um, you know, Lamar Jackson on Twitter was clearly disappointed. So some crazy stuff happened, but ultimately, if you want to have a draft, this is the place to do it in Las Vegas, and it continues tonight, and it continues on Saturday. 
Yeah, and look, it's all about, you know, uh, get dressed up, a bit of style. Best dressed from the Sports Grid Network. Who is, who's really shown up down there in Las Vegas? My, my ticket is on Mike Carver. Anyone else who's uh, stood out for you? Best dressed in Sports Grid. Ah, you know what? I'm going to just shout out Cardano. Megan Payton. Nice. Oh, there you go. There you go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Happy Friday. Welcome back into the morning after. Big Dubsy here, getting your day started right. We look ahead to the weekend. Get your tickets in. It is a great time for sports. The NFL draft going on down in Las Vegas. The Sports Grid Network covering it live from Sin City. We've got the NBA playoffs, the MLB, the PGA Tour. My man, John Rambo, smoking it down there. Yes, Mexico opened seven under par with a slew of low-scoring journeymen getting their way in the mix. Again, to touch on the draft, day one, Trayvon Walker drafted at number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Aiden Hutchinson goes at number two to the Detroit Lions. Five defensive players off the board in the first five picks. Six wide receivers out of the top 18. Are you kidding me? Notable performers, the Jets and the Giants. I think Detroit Lions, you could probably throw them in the mix there as well. A couple of big trades away from Las Vegas. A.J. Brown. Traded to the Philadelphia Eagles on $100 million for four years, 57 guaranteed. Are you kidding me? Again, A.J. Brown traded to the Philadelphia Eagles, linking up with Jalen Hurts. And we've seen the two of them on social media. We should have clued on a little sooner. Linking up there, they're going to be an absolute threat. That is exactly what Jalen Hurts needed in his life. A bit of A.J. Brown. And, of course, Hollywood Brown to the Arizona Cardinals, linking up with old pal, Kyler Murray. Draft day, it just hits different. But look, NFL draft rounds two and three coming up this afternoon from Sin City. How's your team doing? Hit us up on social media at the Sports Grid, at Mr. Dubsy. I want to ride with you. But let's get stuck into a little NBA talk. It's the playoffs, baby. It hits different. Who are we going to talk to? The best in the business. It's a shames if you haven't seen him in action. I welcome in my man, John Shames. NBA playoffs, it doesn't get better than this. Chris Paul, spicy, spicy. The perfect game last night, Shamesy. What is cooking? What stood out for you from last night's action? Hey, Dubsy, a pleasure to be with you here once again. We're holding it down right now in the absence of our main man, Ben Steven. Shout out, Ben. Hope you were feeling better, my friend. But yes, Dubs, what a wild night in the association and capped off. And really that main storyline, Chris Paul's perfect game, 14 for 14 from the floor. What an impressive performance out of the point guard here, channeling, you know, some of that youth in his later stages of his career right now at 37 years old or soon to be 37 years old, I should say, in his 17th season, he is still performing at the highest level in this elimination game situation, a game six in New Orleans, the team that drafted him, the team that he played for for the early stages of his career, a very emotional Chris Paul after the game last night, Dubsy, and it made a lot of sense. It was important for him to get that win. Of course, New Orleans, you know, Plenty to look forward to for the New Orleans Pelicans as well. As we see Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum still playing well, even in that loss. 
But, you know, really for, for Chris Paul and for the Phoenix Suns, maybe the start of a magical and a story-filled title run if you are Phoenix right now, Dubsy. I hope you're right, man. I've been riding him from day one. I, I, I love Paul. He deserves a championship. The Phoenix Suns deserve one. It's great to see Booker back in action. He looked a little sluggish, but as you touched on, New Orleans, plenty to look forward to for them, especially with such a young court. Mate, the Philadelphia 76ers, they had to get it done on the road. There were skeptics. Doc Rivers, is he a choker? As good as he is, he's got a bit of a bad spot here, you know, being up 3-1 in some series playoffs. What's it out for you? I mean, Embiid, Harden, they'll finally click in. They'll spread in the rock. They went on an absolute tear there in the third quarter, 37-17, to 17, and just shut them out. They blew them off the court. Embiid, Harden, can they keep this up? I think the most impressive thing to me about this game and for the Philadelphia 76ers was their ability to rally in that second half. Toronto had a big run in the first half towards the end of the, the second period there. Chris Boucher was giving them a massive boost uncontainable playing the offensive glass at a very high level for the Toronto Raptors but coming out of that second half we saw Toronto kind of experience this scoring drought and a lot of that was because Philly was locking down so that to me is the real takeaway if you're the Philadelphia 76ers it's a high pressure situation you're going into Toronto potentially having to go back to Philadelphia for a dangerous dangerous game seven situation and I love to see Philly stepping it up in this way and being able to close out in a high pressure spot responding in that second half going on a big run of their own and then you look up and all of a sudden the score is 135 to 97 or 132 97 I think run was away the final with there so yeah I mean absolute runaway and and you know a, a sign for Philadelphia when they're playing at a high level they are one of the more dangerous teams in that Eastern Conference and even in the NBA title market Dubsy they have the talent they have the superstar duo who when they're engaged and when they're playing at a high level can certainly make the direction of a game go in entirely different way so a lot to look out yeah. for if you're Philadelphia here a tough matchup for the Miami you know in the Miami Heat in this next round series but right now riding off that big win and some good momentum for the Philadelphia 76ers and for James Harden yeah some great numbers there in the outright market plus 354 my new appointed Phoenix Suns to go on with the whole thing mate the Mavericks getting it past the Utah Jazz Luka Doncic I mean this guy's sensational he reminds me a lot of myself you know Shamesy he just he, he gets it done doesn't matter how you have to get it done he <laughs> steps up when he needs to great head on his shoulders uh, sensational 98 to 96 bit of a low scorer there uh, for me Luca he is the man right I mean he is just he does it both sides of the court Utah Jazz another disappointing run for them what can we say Donovan Mitchell Rudy Gobert not good enough no certainly not and and you mentioned it right there Dubs Luca playing that really strong defense last night maybe not known for his defensive presence but has that big body and can move his feet surprisingly well when he is motivated and we saw that down the stretch of the game last night throwing some double teams he was making rotations really impressive defensive effort from Luka Doncic and you mentioned it right 98-99 I believe was the or, I'm sorry 98-96 was the final score there Dubsy a low scoring game neither team cracks 100 has been one of the stories of this season for the Dallas Mavericks a very high under percentage and you know a few years ago Dubsy Dallas was known for having this very explosive offense of course when Rick Carlisle was the coach for the Mavericks for a long time there one of the most gifted offensive minds that we've seen in those NBA coaching ranks but 
right now in this season under Jason Kidd, it is the defense that's really getting it done for Utah or for Dallas, I should say. Utah, a good offense with some potential to explode. And I know you mentioned it before, but in the playoffs, their points per their points per game production is down by over 15 a game down from the regular season. So really a testament to the defense of Dallas in this series. Utah, I think you've said it with Joe. I heard you say it earlier. I don't think we see this roster on the uh, take the court again for the Utah Jazz. The Dallas Mavericks, on the other hand, may be presenting some value in that Western Conference right now as one of the sleeper teams alongside Memphis to come out uh, and contending with Golden State and the Phoenix Suns, of course. Yeah, five to one there for the Mavericks to take out the Western Conference. I think that's a pretty good number offered up by the FanDuel Sportsbook. Mate, we go from a low scorer to two teams, high-octane offenses on the court this evening. The Grizzlies taking on the Timberwolves. This has been a pretty good series here. I mean, Memphis lead 3-2. Ja Morant, he really found something there uh, late in the, in the last game. What are you expecting to see this evening, apart from a lot of points? I think the overs-unders are set at, what is it, 228.5 now. I like to think they'll probably clear that, but again, very big matchup here. Yeah, a massive matchup. And it's interesting, right? That that over-under is actually pretty low compared to some of the other games in this series. And we do see it coming down a little bit as in general in the playoffs of the season, we've been seeing a lot of games play to that under. So an interesting spot maybe to look at for the game tonight, Dubsy. But it, it's going to be a good one. And, and one place I actually look at for this game, and I, I got to pull up the numbers here, but Looking at Minnesota in the first half, throughout this series, they've been very strong in that first half every game. And, you know, we see a young team struggling to close it in that situation sometimes in the second half. But I think tonight Minnesota is going to come out hot. We will see if they can hold on and, and, you know, play full 48 minutes against a Memphis Grizzlies team that is very well coached. But it's, it's, it's going to be an interesting spot for me, Dubs. I'm, I'm struggling to find this number right now for the first half. But if you can find that first half number for Minnesota, it's probably a good bet, in my opinion. I like it, mate. Pat Beverly, one of my favorite players out on the court this evening. Absolutely. That is the guy you want your team when you're going to uh, a big matchup in an absolute chomping at the heels, hungry dog, but Hey, great game tonight. But what about some of these matchups we have on the dawn here? I mean, Boston taking on Milwaukee sensational. The 76 is going up against the Miami heat. Now for me, the Miami heat, they are, I mean, talk about defense, Jimmy Butler, Spolster's doing a fantastic job there. Uh, there were a couple of issues, you know, a few weeks back, but they look to have found something. I think they're going to be very tough out of these What's got your attention here? I mean, Shamesy, you're an NBA tragic, mate. What more could you ask for? Four of these absolute superstars, you know, Boston, Milwaukee, this one. You've got my attention. You had me at hello. Oh, yeah, certainly so, Dubsy. That Boston-Milwaukee series is going to be the series to watch in that second round for me right now. A great matchup. And without Chris Middleton in the lineup for Milwaukee, we found out yesterday that he would be missing the entire series here. A Definitely a dangerous spot right now for the Bucs because Middleton adds that half-court offensive presence that is really key in the playoffs. That guy who can hit a bailout mid-range jump shot when the shot clock is winding down. So it is going to be interesting to see how Milwaukee adapts from that. Giannis Antetokounmpo, of course, going to be fantastic. And we can expect Milwaukee to probably try and push the pace and play out in transition right now. Boston does a good job getting back in transition, so it will be interesting to see how those two factors match up. But yeah, without Chris Middleton, maybe a bit of a dangerous spot for the Bucs. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be surprised if we see this, you know, 
ending in, in anything sooner than five games, let's say. But I do think that there's a, a real chance for the Celtics to take it in six or seven without Middleton. It's going to really be about if Drew Holiday is going to be able to step up on the offensive end for the Milwaukee Bucks dubs. Mate, John Chambers uh, is uh, drafting Tatum or Giannis. I mean, these are you know two of the superstars absolutely colliding at full force. Who do you take? Who's got the edge? Obviously, Tatum's got a bit more power at this end of the season surrounding him. It's going to make it a little easier. But, I mean, what, what's the outlook for these two going head-to-head? I think with Tatum, we're seeing right now that he's playing at such a high level. And after starting the season off pretty slow, which he tends to do most regular seasons, we always you know, seem to be surprised when in the playoffs he scores 30. And in this, in this year in particular, advancing out of that first round series in impressive fashion, a 4 nothing sweep against the Brooklyn Nets. But the thing is, Dubsy, Giannis is that guy. And he's been that he guy. Is. And we know that Giannis is probably the best player in the NBA if we all had to pick one man right now. You know, there's not that clear-cut LeBron James necessarily. There's an argument for a couple guys, but I think Giannis still is at the top of that list. So, yes, Tatum is playing very impressive right now. And, and maybe the narrative is a little bit higher for Tatum right now because people are somewhat surprised. But Giannis, we know and we expect him to do this every series, every year. And last year, of course, we saw him elevate his game in a massive way in the NBA Finals, scoring 50 points in their closeout game to win that title. So it's probably going to have to go to Giannis in that edge for me. But I do think that without Chris Middleton, the Boston Celtics are the more complete team. And it's going to probably give them the advantage in this matchup. Interesting. I mean, Giannis, he's dunking the old Oreos again in the glass of milk. That is a sign of a dangerous man right there, ladies and gentlemen. 76 is taking on the heat, Shamesy. Who's going to get the chocolates in that one? Real quick. Uh, I think I got to look to Miami. That's a tough matchup for Philadelphia. Miami playing very well right now, and Joel Embiid banged up. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Down to South Beach, baby. I mean, the NBA playoffs, do not sleep, do not miss. John, I know you're excited. I know you were all about the NFL draft last night. It's the playoffs. This evening, moving into the weekend, it doesn't miss. John Shames, thanks for joining us on this lovely Friday morning, the morning after. I love talking me some NBA. You know it gets me going. Almost as much as the PGA Tour. Almost as much as the NFL Draft. What a Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Let's have ourselves a week. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back into the morning after, and thanks for joining me, Dubs Anderson, filling in for Benny Stevens, trying to get your Friday started right, trying to get your weekend started right. And what a day it is in sports. We've got the NFL draft going on, the NBA playoffs, the MLB, the PGA Tour, and all this, the Sports Grid Network coming to you live this afternoon, this evening from the Las Vegas Strip. So keep it locked. You are exactly where you need to be. Right here, right now on the Sports Grid Network. Just to recap, day one of the NFL draft, Trayvon Walker drafted at number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Aiden Hutchinson goes there at number two. Five defensive players with the first five picks. Sensational. Six wide receivers go. And for the second time in 20 years, only one quarterback selected there. Kenny Pickett going to the Pittsburgh Steelers. So plenty more action coming up for the NFL draft. 
rounds two and three this afternoon. But hey, I can't just leave you high and dry. I've got to give you something as we move into the weekend. Make a bit of chatter. Maybe take the old partner out for a nice steak dinner, a bit of lobster morning, Saturday evening. So right now, we're going to hit that bye-bye-bye, and Dubsy's going to dish up an absolute special to get your weekend started right. And with that... Now, all this talk about the NFL draft, all these other mainstream sports, I'm going to turn it to the English Premier League, and we're going to go with the Wolves taking on Brighton Hove and Albion, the Seagulls, the English Premier League, getting right down to the business end of the season. We're going to go with a draw at plus 210. Plus money peaches on a Friday, baby. The English Premier League, it hits different. Brighton, 14 draws for their season. The Wolves, four coming back-to-back here with losses. There's not a lot of goals scored between these two outfits, so we're going to the English Premier League. We're going for a draw at plus 210 between the Wolves and Brighton Hove and Albion. And don't sleep the Kentucky Derby next Saturday. I'm going to throw one in there. Messier at 6-1. to one. Your boy is handing out plus money peaches on a Friday to get your day started right, to keep the weekend moving. Remember, keep it locked here on the Sports Grid Network. Coming to you live from the NFL Draft on the Las Vegas Strip. It hits different, baby. Your boy Dubs Anderson signing out, filling in for Betty Stevens. Have yourself a weekend. Put a smile on that dial, baby.